Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to say welcome back to the Genuine Kid podcast. It's been a whole week. Yes, a whole entire week. And before I start, um, I want to start by thanking God. Because without him, there's no me. Without him, I'm not here talking to you people today. So I just want to give thanks to God and give him a shout out right now. And I just want to say thank you for each and everything that you have done and will continue to do for me. Thank you. And I want to take another second to thank all my listeners. I really appreciate it. It really means a lot from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot. And I appreciate you guys, you know, coming in and listening and tuning in. It really means a lot. I just want to say thank you. Um, continue to listen. If there's anything that you want to ask me, you can reach me at the kid, D-A-Kid, K-I-D-D, 9-3, at gmail.com. Again, that's D-A-Kid, K-I-D-D, 9-3, at gmail.com. Any questions or anything, I will be happy to answer them. And without further ado, this podcast today title is being raised by two women yes you heard it being raised by two women and i want to start from the beginning um for as long as i could remember i was raised by my grandmother before i went to go live with my grandmother i was in foster care for quite some time my grandmother got me and my other two brothers out of foster care, and she raised us as her own. I really commend her, and I thank her for that. Because if it wasn't for my grandmother, me and my brothers right now will be still in the system. Still in the system. We could have still been in the foster home. But she took that opportunity to fight and whatever she had to do to get us out. And forever, we are forever grateful for that. And that's something that we will never forget. So when I went to go see my grandmother, I would ask her things like, where's my dad? And she would tell me, your dad is gone. He's on vacation. I remember her saying that. And then as I got older, I got more mature and older. She just told me, like, your dad is incarcerated. I shared this a little bit on my last episode. My dad was incarcerated for over 10 years. So we never built a bond or anything. I really didn't know him. Okay. So just living with my grandmother, it was different. And um, I just had to adjust to how she was living. Because, again, up until I went with my grandmother, I didn't know a lot of things. Um, Nobody gave me any proper way of living or any standard way of living, if that makes sense. So I didn't know a lot of things. My grandmother groomed me and my two brothers, my my oldest brother, James, and my my other oldest brother, Bud, that's his nickname, but his real name is Damaris. Um, She raised us. And she raises to be young men. 
and she raised us to be respectful. And she raised us all to be good listeners. And when we would do stuff, she always was on our case, always. And she always made thinkers out of all of us because if we made a mistake, she made us think about it. And there were many, many of consequences that we had to, we, we, that, that was done because of our decisions that we made. There was many. A lot of them I didn't agree with it. But my grandmother was never a mean woman. It's just she was firm, she was strict, but she loved us. And she knew that as men, and especially as black men in America, nowadays we have to be strong. And that's how she raised us. And I remember things she used to say to me all the time. Um, I remember I was coming to the house and I was be so frustrated, so frustrated. And I remember just talking to her, and every time she was talking, there was a chance to gain some information, you know, because she was always giving knowledge. But anyway, I came in the house, I was to be frustrated. I was to be very frustrated. She said, Kevin, what's wrong? I said, I'm in school. These people keep picking on me. They keep laughing at me. I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I don't understand. Like, they're making me frustrated. And I used to react to what they were doing. Sometimes I would slam desks. Sometimes I would throw things at them just for a response, you know, because I was upset. And she was to tell me, because they used to laugh at me. And she was to tell me, you have to find a way to outthink them. You have to use your brain. Because a person or individual know that if I do this, Keelan's going to react in this way. They are going to continue to do it. And that's what I want you to understand. They're going to continue to do it. Learn to use your brain to outthink them. Do something that they don't expect. They are expecting you to get upset. They are expecting you to act out and yell. They're expecting that. But the moment you outthink them or you kill them with kindness, they don't expect that. They don't see that coming. And she told me to do it. She said, just try it. Just do me a favor. Go to school and try it. So one day I did. I went to school. Those same kids are messing with me. I just ignored them. Even though I wanted to respond, I just ignored them. And I did what my grandmother asked me to do, killing with Connors. And it worked. They said something to me. I never responded. Because they were looking for something, for a response from me, but they never got it. So she said, how do you feel? I said, I feel great. And she said, just something that you can always remember. You don't always have to respond, Keelan. You don't. So how somebody's acting. You got to learn to ignore people, kill them with kindness. That's something that always stuck with me. And I remember just asking her questions about my mom. And she was like, your mom's sick. And she said, until your mom wants to do better, then she'll be better. And as a child, I didn't understand that. And she was like, I know you love your mom, and I'm never going to try to take the place of your mother. But I'm here for you, and I love you with all my heart. And I'm sorry that you're going through this. And I know how bad you want to be with your mother. I know that, Keelan. And it will happen. But it doesn't matter how bad you want it. And she has to want it for herself. And... Just to share a little bit, my, my mom was in the streets. My mom was on drugs. 
And so almost half my life, my mom never had the opportunity. Well, she did have the opportunity, but she made bad decisions to really raise me. So I didn't know her. My grandmother, I looked at her as my mother and my father because she was there when my own parents decided not to be there. And I remember another story, real quick, quick story. I remember on Mother's Day, I wanted to get my grandmother a card because that was the only mother that I knew, the only one. And she said, Keelan, I know where your mother's at. She's not 100%, but what I'm going to do for you, I'm going to take you over there and I'm going to, and I want you to get rid of the card. And I said, no, why would I give her this card? She's not deserving of this. You deserve this. She said, at the end of the day, Keelan, I know and I hear you. But at the end of the day, I'm not your mother, and that is your mother. And I'm pretty sure she would appreciate that. So I went over there, dropped the card off. Really didn't have any words to say to my mom. And I left. And that's the only thing I remember. I just remember giving, dropping it off and leaving. Because at the time, again, my mom was just sick. She wasn't in the right state of mind. So I just, like I said, my grandmother was the only mother that I knew. And on Father's Day, it was the same thing. I didn't feel that my father, even though over time he eventually um, got out of uh, being incarcerated and he ended up living, living with us, but even though he was physically there, mentally he wasn't there, if that makes sense. He wasn't there for me. So, again, when Father's Day came up, she wanted me to give him a card. I felt like he wasn't deserving of it. And I never gave it to him. I remember my grandmother gave him a card, and she said it was for me. It was for me and the boys, for me and my other brothers. But I didn't say anything, even though deep down I didn't agree with it, you know? But that's how good of a woman my grandmother was. Even though people have flaws in them, even though people were sick or had sicknesses, addictions, she always seen the good in people, no matter what. And she always showed them some mercy when even if I felt like they didn't deserve it. And she told me, don't be like that. Don't be cold hearted. Don't be like that. Don't be the way that people anticipate you to be, Keila. Don't do that. As a matter of fact, let me rephrase it. She never called me Keelan. She called me Cabbage. That is my nickname. For those of you who don't know, Cabbage. And if you're wondering how I got that name, I got that name because when I was a kid, I looked exactly like a Cabbage Pet doll. I was really chunky and I had a little dot in the middle with a little bit of hair. And that's what my family named me, Cabbage. And... It was just lessons on top of lessons on lessons I learned from her. And that made me be part of the man that I am today. You know, I remember my grandmother used to show me how to be a gentleman. I didn't know what that was. And she said, when you see a woman, you open up her door. Well, you open up the door, even if you know her or not. That's what gentlemen do. And I remember this one time, it always, you know, it always resonated with me. She used to practice with me on how to be a gentleman. I opened the door. Now, I'm going to tell you, 
Now we gonna go and we're gonna uh reenact this and you're gonna do it. And I did it. So part of the gentleman I am today is because of my grandmother. Because of my grandmother, that is why. I and like I said, I could be here all day telling the story of my grandmother. Like I really, really miss her. She died in February of twenty nineteen. I mean, I'm sorry, February of two thousand nine. Sorry about that. And there's not a day, there's not an hour, there's not a second that I don't think about her. Because if it wasn't for her, again, I don't know if it wasn't for her or God, I don't know where I would be. Just maybe another statistic. But she gave me hope. Not only me, my brother's hope. And she always, always made sure she was there. No matter what. I remember this one time I was sad and I was mad at the same time and somebody had asked me to borrow some money and they told me that, you know, I'm going to give it back to you. You know, I got you. So when the time came to uh, give it back to me, that person didn't give it back to me. And I remember going to my grandmother and I was angry and I said, Granny, I don't understand why they won't give me my money back because they said they would. And it's frustrating. She said, baby, I know. I know you're frustrated. I know you don't agree with it. I know you don't like it. Did you ask for it? I said, yes, I asked for it. And they told me they were just going to give it to me today. And I, and I said, I haven't asked again. She looked at me right in my eye and said, sometimes, Keelan, it takes you to lose something to learn something. Do you understand me? And I said, no, I don't understand. She said, so that person said they was going to pay you back, right? And I said, yes. So when the day came, they decided for whatever reason they didn't want to pay you back, right? I said, yeah. And you probably asked them, and like you just told me, and I said, yeah. And they didn't give it back to you, right? So basically, you took a loss. And I know you're mad. I know you're frustrated. But what did you learn from it? And I, and I said, right. So the next time, you won't make that mistake because you learn from this situation. Rather be the same person or a different person. And they ask you, you can just simply say, even if you do got it, you know what? I don't have it. Because you learned from the previous time. I would never forget that. And it always stuck with me to this day. And Granny, again, I miss you from the bottom of my heart. Also, my grandmother told me how to respect women. All the men out here, you need to hear that. I'm going to say that again. My grandmother showed me how to respect women. 100%. Not just being a gentleman, but respecting them. And treating them like queens. Something else that always stuck with me. And I used that all of my years of my life. And after my grandmother, you know, raised me, um, years down the line, my, my mom got out of the penitentiary. And I remember it was not only me, but my siblings, we went to pick her up from the penitentiary. 
she looked at us and she said, Killing, I'm changed. And I know you don't believe me. I know you don't have no right to believe me. But I'm telling you, baby, I'm changed. And maybe it's going to take you a long time to believe that because I know I've said this before. But it's going to be better. And I never wanted to believe her. I mean, even though I wanted to, but it was a little smart part of me that didn't because we have we had been through this before. So I just let things go and let things fall into place. And my and my mother showed me that she had changed. She got out of the penitentiary in 2005. 2005. And she was in our life before her demise in 2012 for that long. And just to elaborate on a little bit, um, my mom died November 3rd, 2012. One of the hardest moments of my life. Let's go back real quick. I lost my grandmother first. Lost her, like I said, I lost her in February of 2009. Then I lost my mother in the, November 3rd of 2012. It broke me. Two women that were very influential in my life, making me the man that I am today, are no longer here. I was devastated because my mom loved me. My mom cared for me. And she showed me that. I remember some of the lessons she used to tell me, just to share a little bit. She said, baby, people are going to love you. People are going to leave you. They're going to die. And they're going to lie. And when I was young, I couldn't quite understand that. But now I do. The rule of people. Right? Um, she used to tell me sometimes, baby, just listen. Just listen. You ain't got to speak. You don't have to respond. Just listen. All you have to do is listen, baby. Just listen. Sometimes you ain't got to get mad. Just listen and absorb and analyze stuff. That's what you do. And it always stuck with me to this day. My initial. But back to what I was saying, um, when she died, I just lost it. I went to counseling. Um, I was uh, in denial for a very long time. I didn't want to believe that it happened. Because even though we know that death is inevitable, it's just nobody's mentally ever prepared for it. I don't care who you are. You're not mentally prepared for it. Because all your life, all you know, for some of us, all you know is your mother. For some of us, all you know is your grandmother. And then now they're no longer here. Even though they want to, even though they, they have said this, when I leave this world, I want you to be strong. I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to worry. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. That doesn't stop the pain. It doesn't stop. Because the interview, the interview wants them back. The interview, the interview wants you, 
wants them to come back in your life and talk to you just for a quick second. And I, I just had lost it because I have seven boys now and my mom never got the luxury of meeting all of them. She met some of them. When my first son was born, she seen my first son in the hospital. And when Braylon was born, she seen my son Braylon in the hospital. And that's it. And if my mom see me today, she would be so proud of the man that I, that I became. And that's all that she wanted from me, wanted for me. That's all she wanted from me. She always wanted good for me. She always wanted me to prosper. She always wanted me to stay in church. My mother wanted that for me. She wanted me to stand up on my own two feet. But when she was here, I couldn't do it. But she stayed on me. She stayed on me. And she loved me. And she will forever be missed. I had the luxury of having two mothers. My biological mother and my grandmother, who I looked up to as a mother in my life. Some of us only had the opportunity to get one. I was fortunate enough to have two. And again, there's not a day, there's not an hour that I don't think about either one of them. I miss them dearly with all my heart. And sometimes I find myself crying because I can't believe that they're no longer here. Even though they're in a better place, they're not here with me. So sometimes I cry. And tears of sadness and tears of sometimes joy because I think of some of the funny things they might say. You know, my grandmother or my mom never got to see me get married. Never got to see my house. So there's a lot of things that run through my mind sometimes. But I know within me, I know that my parent, that my two grandmothers, my two mothers rather, that raised me would be so happy. They would be two of my most biggest cheerleaders because they installed a lot of things in me. A lot. One thing my my grandmother used to always say, she said, listen, Keelan, I don't care what you decide to do in your life. And you might not remember everything that I say, but if you remember one thing, please remember this. I want you to be better than your mother. I want you to be better than your father. Live right. Do right. Go to school. Get a good job. Whatever your heart desires, I want you to do. And I want you to be happy doing it. And that's part of my inspiration behind this podcast. Because I remember that. And for a second, I lost sight of that. And Granny, I want to say thank you for that. If you have a mother or a grandmother or somebody that raised you, you need to call them and tell them you love them. Because life is not guaranteed to nobody. Not me, not you, not your mother, not your father. It's not guaranteed. You need to take a second and call the two 
the the woman in your life or two women, one woman, the mothers in your life and tell them that you love them. Because some people can't imagine their mother not being here. And to be honest with you, I couldn't either. I couldn't imagine my mother or my grandmother, two women that raised me not being here until I had to deal with it. And it was hard. But their two deaths won't be in vain. And everything that you showed me, I will carry this along and I will show my kids. And I want you all to know that. Please do not take your mothers, your mother or mothers rather, for granted. Because at times I did. And I look back at some of the things and I'll be like, man, you know, I shouldn't have have did that. I shouldn't have did this. But that's here or there. And I'm just grateful that I had the opportunity for, for being raised by two strong black women. I'm just grateful for that. I got to share a couple more things and I'm going to let y'all go. I remember my grandmother, she, uh, she struggled with um, high blood pressure. And long story short, she had to end up getting her right foot amputated. Let me rephrase that. Her right side, her foot, or her toes amputated, right? Because of her high blood pressure. I never knew how my grandmother was going to respond to that. But my grandmother did therapy. She learned how to walk again. She learned how to get her balance again. And she walked around, went to work, still Strong like it never happened. Strong black woman. And me as a child, seeing this, I was like, wow. She overcame this. She never, if she cried about it, I'd never seen her. She overcame that and still was able to live her life. My mom. Before her demise, she was one of the strongest women I one of the strongest women I know. Why? Because my mom overcame her crack addiction. She overcame that. My mom overcame that, and she was able to be clean, free for over ten years. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, for over eight years, clean free. She was able to do that. So that to me is strong. And I'm going to miss them. Two black strong women in my life. Miss y'all dearly. This uh, podcast is dedicated, this podcast episode is dedicated to y'all. And it's being raised by two Black strong women. Again, if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be the man that I am today. 
and I'm grateful. One thing I want to say before I leave, take heat to what people tell you, especially from your mother and your father, especially from your mother. Because there are certain things that your mom could tell you that your dad won't. There's certain things that your dad can tell you that your mom can't, you know, because they all because they both have their different points of view. They're not wrong, but they got their own point of view on things. Listen to them. Listen to your mother. Be grateful for your mother. Call her more often or them more often. Tell them that you love them. Spend time with them because you never know how long you're going to have them. So don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Because you'll be very upset if you decide to do that. But I just want to say thank y'all for listening to the Genuine Care Podcast. Um, again, to all my listeners, I appreciate y'all. Um, I'll be uploading the next episode next Saturday. Again, if you have any questions, I left my email. I'll give it again. D-A-K-I-D-D-9-3 at gmail.com. Any questions you can ask me. Again, I appreciate y'all taking the time out to listen to the Genuine Care Podcast. Until next week, I'll see y'all soon. Mm-hmm.